0: Welcome to the Chaotic Useless Dungeons and Disasters podcast with your hosts, Courtney and Bert. And this is episode two. Welcome to our next episode. I'm your host, Bert. And Courtney. And let's see, where did we leave off on your crazy adventures?
1: Uh, what well, we left off on exploration. So. Of the town, that's right. Right. So, day two's title is Dragonborns and Unicorn Horns.
0: I can't wait till we get to the last, the one you guys just did or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know you can. Let's do
0: a teaser. What is what is your most current title called?
1: Uh, Softcore Unicorn Horn Porn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, you, so, you could be looking forward to that in a couple episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll be great fun great All right. fun and nobody dies and nobody dies. just kidding <laughs> just kidding <laughs> wait does one of the cast of four die i mean uh, currently in D, zarina has died nine times jesus christ yeah and very has died twice Lee hasn't died at all and neither have I because I'm smart and <laughs> I don't die and some other Stupid fuckers some other core party members have died but they're NPCs mm. So, sweetums no sweetums doesn't die I save him oh that's right Okay. in day three calm down <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves oh, sweetums my love my heart my only <laughs> bridge troll of my life <laughs> B- muppet bridge troll yeah yeah, <laughs> they called him my husband. They still do. <laughs> we think we met his wife. <gasps> He's yeah. married? I don't know. She said she was married to somebody in Danford named Jack. Oh, I guess you guys didn't know that about Sweetums. Jack. He has a sign outside that says Jack Job, not name. But everybody in town calls him Jack, and we call him Sweetums. And so he like does like nice stuff for us and like lets us cross and like helps us with stuff when we need him because we actually call him Sweetums, which is his name when you need everybody them. else sweetums. calls them jack yeah <laughs> when you need them who are you gonna call sweetums. <laughs> sweetums yeah all right so day two dragonborns um some more exploration of the town they went to the general store i didn't get to go to the general store because i was working so i got there late so oh, right. they met some guy named bob i don't know He he's important later but i don't know anything about him other than he floats well he doesn't float he bobs <laughs> So. <laughs>
0: that's bob got it right
1: got it um Yeah, that's pretty much what I got. They went to the tavern um, and they met the innkeepers, Chaz and Honey. Honey is a lady of the night and runs the other ladies of the night, which suspiciously is like most of the women in town.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Like most of the wives are also prostitutes, question mark. But like, who are they prostituting to their own husbands? Hey! Right, like, making money, but it's your money, so... <laughs>
0: Not giving the milk away for
1: free, right. but you've got to pay. Right. So, we went to the tavern. Um, Zarina is 16, which is an adult, as a dragonborn. Um, so, very... She doesn't look like an adult, because she's a dragonborn, so right. humans can't tell. Um, Stupid humans. Right. Right. I think that, but I'm also not human. So, <laughs> um, so the innkeeper was like, "You need an ID." So, Vary is very good at making fake documentation.
0: She sit right there at the bar and draw a new thing.
1: Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Here you
0: go. Here's an ID. <laughs>
1: yeah, but she misunderstood what an adult is in Dragonborn years because they become adults younger. So, um, she made a fake ID for Zarina that says she's twelve. <laughs> Still makes her <laughs> a child, so she went through all the trouble of making her a completely legit fake ID that doesn't even Wait. let her completely legit fake, fake ID. ID. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but hey, you know that's what it is. Um, and then Mahara, me, I showed up and sang some songs because I'm a bard, right? Um, and. I decided that the people weren't paying me enough because, obviously, I'm, like, super talented. So when they would open their purses to give me money for the songs, like, I went around with, like, Barry's hat and, like, took... The blue hat? No, that's... Serena has a green hat. Oh. Barry just has a hat. It's just a right. hat. Right. Oh, right. So I went around with the hat, collecting money as I sang, and they would open their... Purses to put coins into the hat, and then I would use my pickpocketing skill to take more money out of their purses while
0: it's open while in front of them. While it's open in
1: front of them, my charisma is plus five. <laughs> I and totally cute, got away with you had it. Some really good rolls. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I ended up making like a ridiculous amount of money, like seventy-six gold in one night from a town that runs entirely on copper. <laughs> so yeah so then um the vicar showed up with little tommy who was like the super sick kid oh right from the church
0: <gasps> that's right i remember this one now
1: yeah so he like brought him upstairs and we were like we want to go up there and listen but i had been rolling really well on my performance checks, so nobody and, wanted and if you to think leave about it, this is
0: kind of creepy a priest is bringing a little sick boy upstairs to a room in a motel
1: yeah, in a tavern where the ladies of the night are. Yeah, well, we found out that little Tommy was Honey's kid. The innkeeper. Is, oh, right, innkeeper. The innkeeper's wife, technically. But um, we were like, yeah, we want to eavesdrop on this, but the townspeople wouldn't let me leave because I was singing so well, apparently. They were like, no, more, encore. So we sang So Long, Farewell. <laughs> From Sound of Music. And uh, we all exited as we went, and Zarina was the last one. So our six foot seven, 250 pound, fully chainmail armored up dragonborn scooched her butt up the stairs. <laughs> finishing the song it was beautiful it was priceless um and then we all got upstairs and we please tell
0: me you drew that one
1: i haven't drawn it yet but it's it's in In my list it's in my list yeah i have to figure out how to do like the comic because they want me to actually like animate it so i have to like draw certain scenes and then get it like put over we're pretty excited about it yeah tim wants us to start making comics um so yeah so honey gave little tommy something to drink and then boom he was like a preteen and totally healthy. And a dick. He <laughs> <laughs> was a huge jerk. Not gonna lie. Um, so then they came out. So then we had to pretend like we weren't doing anything. Well, that's we were, the like, guys were all shopping. just doing the hall. Yeah, so we all just scrambled and went to like, rooms. and this is your room. This is mine. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Honey opens the door and we like pretended like we were knocking at the door and we were like, oh, we were just going to see if this was our room. And she was like, no, your room's over there. And they didn't suspect a thing. Probably they did, but, you know, we don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. So he was all healthy and we thought it was super weird. But then we were like, do we really care? No. So we're just passing through town. We don't care. Whatever. They're doing ritual magic. Not our problem. Right. So we went back downstairs, um, and Zarina and Lily decided to split the party, which is always a bad idea. And they went to the Old Orchard, which is where we thought the third henge might be. Right. So they went to the Old Orchard. So then for, like, real time, the next 20 minutes, they were just sitting on the couch in the living room just singing songs by themselves because they weren't supposed to know any of the information that... Barry and I were getting because we were on our own adventure. Okay. So, um, yeah, some stuff happened, whatever we ended up splitting up. And, um, is this where the, yes, you mess with the water. Yeah. So I ended up coming back downstairs in the tavern and the village, the women of Davenport were Davenport. Somebody just said, yeah, that's right. Um, were
0: the women of the couch
1: pretty much yeah we <laughs> were sitting in a circle in the middle of the tavern with this like bucket of water in the middle of them and they were like chanting and swaying and i don't know what they were doing they were doing some sort of ritual and of course i was
0: like you fucked
1: with it i'm gonna mess it up <laughs> so i used a shape water cantrip and uh i pulled it out of the bucket and made it like dance and and wave and yeah all around the women and they were like freaking out they were so excited and it was it was honestly super fun and then i just it all just crashed to the floor because very was yelling at me from outside and the women were very upset but then they like just started cleaning it up and they thought their ritual was done but in reality i had messed up the whole thing And they didn't even know. (laughs) So, And I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't know what the ritual was for or anything. I was just like, this looks funny. So I did it. (laughs) So I went outside and um, Vary was fighting a nine-foot-tall mechanical dwarf. Right. Right. And and that's
0: not the sheriff, right? It is is the the sheriff. sheriff, Yeah, Yeah,
1: Sheriff Gaston. So he ends up being some dwarf thing. A clockwork dwarf thing. He's actually like from a clockwork hive that like very blew up in the past future and separated him from the hive mind for like three hundred years. Know this yet. Right. Well he was shouting all of this oh, at okay. Mary as I walked out and I was like, What did you do? And she was like, I don't know, just run. But then we couldn't run because he had like these huge spindly legs and so we had to fight him and then drag a nine foot body across town without being seen him,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a thing. Um, and that's when you had to get Sweetums to help you, right?
1: Yeah, because suddenly, Lily showed up on a flaming horse and was like, Zarina's in trouble, I need your help. Well, I couldn't get on the horse because I'm water. And the flood hasn't happened yet no. at this point, right? Okay. So, she showed up and just took Varia away so that I was just like, chilling in the middle of town with a nine foot body did you
0: guys steal the wagon at this point no stage no okay no i couldn't remember
1: we didn't steal the wagon see some of this we've talked about before and i was like stop stop right now we have to record this right yeah so then we called sweetums i called sweetums to help me and he was like sure copper to cross and then he charged me a copper to cross for the body too so So you had to pay two copper yeah but Dick. I gave him a gold if he promised not to tell anybody. Oh, right. Right. And he was super excited, and then he was super upset. But then I told him that he could tell people about the gold. He just couldn't tell them about the body. And then he was fine. Yeah. He totally thought that was awesome. And he, like, followed us around town and stuff. So cut to Lily and Zarina's adventures. Which was happening while you while and we were Vary fighting, were fighting the sheriff
0: yeah. clockwork thing.
1: They went to the orchard and found a... Giant tree, with like a like a hollowed out center. So was this a henge? I I guess technically, but it was like a hollowed out tree. So they didn't think anything of it. They just went inside to explore it, and suddenly Lily was just catapulted across the other side of the tree, like smashed up against the wall, and she didn't know why. Lily's the demon. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know why, and then Zarina started freaking out. Because there was a unicorn. Which she can see, but Lily can't. Right, but Lily can't. So Lily was like, there's no unicorn like, what here. There's a right, your problem. You're Why are you freaking out? So eventually, Zarina did convince Lily that there really was a unicorn there, which then gave Lily the ability to see it because she believed that it was there. Oh, okay. Which was helpful. Um, and it had a gigantic bloodthorn demonic greatsword right stabbed through its heart. So, on the one hand,
0: you've got Lily, who's all like sword. Right. And you got Serena? Yeah, that's all like,
1: boy, unicorn right. So, um, which is funny because Lily can't even use a sword because she's a wizard. right. So but she's like, I want it. Right. So somehow, Lily convinced Serena, chaotic neutral, <laughs> that she needed to put the unicorn out of its misery and Zarina listened
0: right because Lelia well she couldn't still see it at this point right yeah she could okay because I thought when you first told me I thought she couldn't see it at that point
1: she told her she needed to put it out of her misery and that was when she started believing in it so about then is when she got to see it and then Kenzie was just like you right and killed it she killed a unicorn, which then made her um, shift into chaotic evil instead of chaotic neutral. Right. She kind of became like this gray area between the two. Um, but then uh, Lily told her that the horn would be worth a bunch on the black market. So she took its horn off of it.
0: And that really shifted her
1: in. Yeah. So that shifted her all the way into evil. So then she just kind of put it in one of her pockets and left it be. Right. And then Lily was like, wait a minute. I found this thing in that urn and it was a clockwork heart that she had found which belonged to the dwarf.
0: The sheriff, yeah. Yeah.
1: But you so guys, we you guys were that. in
0: two different spots so right. you guys so knew that knew. half. Yeah. Because that was some of the information, right, that Very was told privately so she knew she was looking for this
1: Yeah, she heart. knew she was looking for a clockwork mechanism to help us get back to the right time right. that we were supposed to be in. And Lily knew that she had a heart. So,
0: what do they do with the clockwork heart then?
1: They plunge it into the hole that was once the unicorn's heart.
0: Where they took the dagger?
1: Yes. Well, the great sword. The yeah, yeah. great sword. Yes.
0: And what happens?
1: Um, I think the DM's exact words were its pure crystal white coat turned to flames. And began gathering dust and ash and turned to a blacked-out, like, gray color. And its mane and tail and hooves burst into flames. And it became a nightmare.
0: Sweet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Zarina was terrified of it. Um, Lily's all like, yeah, She was like, buddy. yeah, this is my new horse. So um, Lily was, like, kind of busy right after, because she just basically put the heart in it and then turned around and started picking up bloodthorn seeds and, like, scooping unicorn blood into her urn that she had taken the heart out of, because she was like, wow, unicorn blood, that's so helpful, and, like, just filled her urn with it. But then she just threw some bloodthorn seeds in there, too, to, like, keep them, because she didn't have another bag. And so then she put the cover on the urn, and then she was like, "This is mine now," because she has a magic sharpie. So she, right. had, when it had died, she had <laughs> written its name.
0: I keep seeing whenever you tell me about the magic sharpie, Harold and the purple crayon.
1: That's pretty much that's pretty right. much what she does with it. Yeah. <laughs> so she had wrote a new name for it before it came back to life, and its new name was Corn Chip. <laughs> So she had written that so that we're not 100% sure how the Sharpie works but it basically listened to her like became obedient to her so like we're pretty sure that that's how that worked but it hasn't worked with other things but with that specifically like it became her horse so yeah so now she has a nightmare but not everybody can ride on it well I can't ride on it because I'm water Right. So it like sizzles my skin and burns me. Right. And Zarina can't ride on it because she's too big. But Lily can. And And Lily can and Barry can. can. And they can both ride on it at the same time. Okay. It can carry two adults or one adult and two children. Okay. Which we find out later. Right. When we kidnap the children. I mean, adopt them. (laughs) Adopt them. Save
0: them from the weird villagers and the flood. Yes, from
1: little Tommy. Little Tommy Riddle. Wait,
0: what? I don't know this part yet.
1: You don't know this part yet? I
0: don't think I know this part yet. Little... I just remember that there was this flood.
1: Oh, yeah. That happens later. That's why we saved the children.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. So we all... Okay,
0: wait, wait. Finish this, this episode part. Yeah, that's, oh, okay. that's getting oh, okay, into the good. flood.
1: So she took the unicorn. So when we had originally crossed the water, Mahara had sensed that there was something wrong with the water. But she right. didn't know what. <clears throat> So when they took the bloodthorn dagger out of the water, I was in the water because I was trying to hide a body. Right. And so I got completely drained and like almost drowned in the water when they took the, when they killed the unicorn. Right. Because the unicorn blood was no longer in the water. Because it had been seeping from that point into from that the river. that point into the river, which we didn't know. So I was completely drained. And then when Lily took the greatsword out of the ground, then I was fine. Okay. So basically this demonic greatsword had been thrust into the ground, and it was poisoning the water. But the unicorn magic was counteracting it. So the water was healthy. It was fine. But I could tell that there was something weird about it because it was magically changed. Right. So it when, was being magically balanced. Right, exactly. So now it's normal water. Um, unfortunately, because it's normal water, it's not affected by magic anymore. Magic that, I don't know, wood nymphs would cast on it, which would be the women of the village were oh. wood nymphs. And I interrupted their ritual, which was to keep the floodwaters at bay.
0: But then since it was now normal, they can't do anything with it?
1: Yeah yeah so, so it six flooded. foot walls of water just flying into town it was awesome <laughs> we luckily all got on top of buildings but now the, the Lily and
0: Zarina were still when the flood happened they were still out right or did they come back at that
1: point Zarina was in the flood when it happened she was fighting the woodnips okay but Lily and Very were on corn trip. Okay. Because they had come to pick up Barry, which is oh, why right. i was hiding a body by myself. Right, right, losers. So um, I was on Sweetums' hovel with Sweetums. Now did you and you tailed out at this point, didn't you? I had not tailed out at this. Uh, yes, I did. I tailed out when I was drained by the water. Right. and I almost drowned, because which is the only reason I didn't drown. <laughs> So I had my tail, which scared Sweetums. Um, he's also scared of water, which is pretty funny for a bridge troll. Um, <laughs> but he, we were on his house, which is like, like a rock, Okay. with like a hole in it that he lives in, versus every other building in town, which is two to three stories tall. That's a big rock, then.
0: Well, no, it wasn't. So it's water still like up to your neck.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's freaking out. Yeah. So I managed to swim him to the roof of another building, which was two stories tall, which is where the water had stopped. So the sheriff's station was two stories tall and the roof was even with the water. Okay. So the only places above the water were the church, the church's third level. Right. And the tavern's third level. Right. So, um, yeah, so we all got to safety. The whole town flooded. Uh, Well, Zarina didn't get to safety. Zarina got taken away by the floodwaters. Nobody knows where. Right. And I tried to get to the tavern and Sweetums wouldn't let me because he was, didn't want to be left alone because he was scared of the water right. so I said that I could only help him if there was something that he could hold on to and I could push because I have a really strong tail right. and uh, our DM the dick uh, decided that a giant tree trunk had been broken loose in the floodwaters and came on the next flood wave and hit me in the head and knocked me unconscious and then me and Sweetums down with the waves, down towards the cranberry bogs to the south of town, because that's where all the waves were going. Right. So, us, water, cranberries, rice, lilies, I don't know what rice is made in, but all kinds of just debris and everything floating down, so, yeah. And you guys got, didn't you get tangled into, I thought you got tangled into trees. He got tangled into trees. Right. <laughs> And then the water so came down, and he was still tangled in trees. And I don't climb trees. I'm a fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's pretty much where we ended that day, was all of us separated by the floodwaters and dying maybe in various positions. So, yeah. And then the week after that is when we adopted the children and killed Tom Riddle and swirling vortex of doom.
0: So that's what you have to look forward to in our next episode.
1: Yep. Swirling vortex of doom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been fun. This is Bert. I'm Courtney. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook at chaotic useless podcast, Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or other podcasting services.